Hey, welcome to the Intentional Living Center today. Dr. Randy, live in the studio along with Jennifer and Stephen, the team here from the Intentional Living Center. We love you guys, care for you. I was driving into the studio here just a little bit ago thinking about the program and some of the calls and questions that we got coming in and you all and uh, realizing we live in a tough time, a difficult world and a lot of stress in their lives. And uh, if I can... If I could be an encouragement to you, that's why I'm here. I've had a chance to talk to thousands of people over the years, and and uh, not that I have all the answers, but we know the one who does. And uh, that's really the key. I want to be able to share with you some things that uh, I believe, based on Scripture, would be God's intention maybe for your life as you're trying to make a decision or deal with an issue in your life. And sometimes, just like a dad talking to kids, it's going to be tough because i got to tell you the truth, and I'm here to do that. And if that's something you want to be a part of, that's why this ministry of Intentional Life Media and our Radio stations, Family Life Radio, and this local station are here because we love you and we want the best for you. Phone line is open, 888-888-1717 is my number. If you have a question today, facing an issue, maybe a decision, you're trying to make a decision, should I, um, or why, or what do I do next, and you want someone to talk to, I'm here for you. Do my best, okay? You ready to go, Jennifer? Let's go. 888-888-1717 is the number, and uh, we've got some questions that are left on our storyline that we'll get started with here. Um, and here's one that came from a young man. I, I want you to just listen to this young man, 19 years old. Imagine yourself, 19 years old, and get into his shoes for just a moment and uh, take a listen. Hi, my name is Noah. I'm 19 with the child and another one on the way. How does people do it? How does people get through every day at my age. I, I work two jobs and still can't afford a lot of things. I just need someone to explain to me. Noah, we love you, man. And uh, your last thing, I need someone to explain to me, what do I do? 19. 19. A child, another one on the way. Uh, you didn't say in the message if he's married or not. Um, or what what the relationship type of thing is going on. But let me just say a couple things to you, Noah. you got a lot of people all around the country here in our intentional living community who love you and are praying for you today. Some of them have been in the same place you're, you're at today. And I think they would reach out to you and say, first of all, you're stepping up, it sounds like, and trying to care for those kids, okay? Because the Noahs that just um, have kids and then run off and do their own thing wouldn't be calling me. You're trying to do the right thing. So give yourself a little credit here. Pat yourself on the back. But let me tell you a secret. Acknowledge that what's going on right now ain't working for you. 19, two kids, multiple jobs. You sound exhausted. And so whatever it is that you're doing, stop digging the ditch. Stop digging the pit, okay? And uh, you're a young man. You can do this. God will give you strength, but you got to step up. And you got to lay the proverbial cards on the table face up and say, I've got a problem just like you did. And say, okay, I need some help. And you're going to have to take the lead. Don't wait for people. you got to take the lead. Get to your church. If you're not in a church, be in a church. Reach out. Say, I'm 19. I need some help. You need to get around some wise, older men. For you, that might be a 30-year-old. But some guys that can help you think through and help you plan some things that you need to do in your life. Because you closed your little question to me with, "I, I, I don't know what to do, basically. I need someone to just tell me, what do I do next? And, you know, the Bible tells us, listen, Noah, because I I just have to believe you called me. You want to know what God says about this. You know, God says to us, in fact, Paul, 
says to us, on behalf of God, we see it in Romans 12, he says, I plead with you. I plead with you. Not just ask you, but I plead with you to give your bodies to God because it's, it's what he's done. It's his. Let them, your body, become a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. And then he says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of the world. Whatever it is that your friends or your culture is dragging you into, ignore it. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. This is intentional living. Tell yourself the truth. With God's help, I can do this. I'm a dad. I've, I've got this responsibility. I can do this. I'm confused. I don't know where to turn next. But with God's help, we're going to do this. And you can look back when you're 29 and say, on that day that I heard this on that radio station, uh, I made a decision to reach out and get some help because I'm a kid. I'm a young, you're, you're a young man. You're 19. You're a kid. Okay. And you got, two, you got the responsibility of two children now. And uh, reach out and get some help in your life. Don't be afraid to do that. Talk to some people, people who are smarter and quicker in your life, and uh, see what see what uh, what they can do to help you. Okay, but I know what we can do. We can pray for you, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing. All right, let's go to the let's go to the phones. Rebecca, in Arizona. Yes. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Hi. How can I help you today? I just have a question um, about my marriage. Mm-hmm. We've been married a, a year and a half, but mm-hmm. we've been together for 15 years. Okay. Um, right now, I'm going through some medical issues. I'm, I had surgery last week, and I'm having my second surgery Wednesday. Yeah. My husband is not very supportive at all. He, he hasn't been there for me. I had two heart attacks. He hasn't been there for me. I'm always there for him. I pay all the bills. But he expects me to get out of bed when the doctor has me in bed to clean the house, do the laundry, take care of the dog, do everything. Wow. And and I, I just, I'm hemorrhaging, and he doesn't seem to understand. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just, how, I've how, had like enough. I would think so. I mean, I can understand that. I would say, uh, <laughs> you know, we talk about, well, we make that marriage commitment to each other. Remember that, um Jennifer, in sickness and in health, I'll be there. The very first thing, in fact, I'm going to be teaching this this weekend, Rebecca, the first thing that gets us into trouble, I think, in our marriages is often having unrealistic expectations. In your case, it's realistic. It's an expectation. I'm sick. I need help. We're here. I can't do this. And, um, you know, you like you said, I, I heard you say at the end, I don't know what else to do. I'm here at the end of my rope. Um, listen, there's a little analogy where when the pilot says the oxygen mask drops out of the air, uh, airplane, you put it on first, you got to take care of yourself. If you're not breathing, you can't be helping your marriage, your husband, or anybody else. And so you need to take care of yourself right now, Rebecca, and you need to make sure that you got the care and you got the people helping you to take care of yourself. Okay? That's critical. Now, as far as your husband, I don't know. I mean, he a breakthrough or not, but if I were if I were you and he's willing, I'd take him to the doctor and have the doctor look him in the eye, somebody else, and say, listen, this is what your wife is going through, and this is the kind of help she needs, 
And if you can't provide it, we got to get somebody in there who can, if that's going to be a service from the community or uh, the health community or whatever. But take care of yourself, Rebecca. I mean, you're going through this. You know, when I think about, thank you, Rebecca, for that call. When I think about marriage, we, we live in a time where if we, want to have, if we want to have a good marriage, we want to have a marriage that works, we've got to make a decision up front to say that I'm in this thing. I'm in this marriage, and there's going to be good days and bad days. There's going to be sickness, and there's going to be health. There's going to be financial challenges. There's going to be happy times. There's going to be sad times. We're either in or out. And if we're in, we've got to be in. We've got to be all in. Marriage is not one of these, my foot's in, and then my foot's out. My foot's in, and then my foot's out. You can't play footsie with your marriage, either in or out. And when we say, hey, before God, I'm going to be in this thing because I made a commitment to do this, and I didn't expect this. I didn't expect uh, my wife to be sick or my children to, to do this or that, but I'm in here. And I'll tell you what, that is a huge point of respect. And I think every guy listening, you know you respect the men who stamp up and say, I'm going to be the man that God intended for me to be in a marriage. And so in your case, um, Rebecca, we reach out with a lot of prayer, but also I think some instruction to say, look, um, if your husband is unwilling or doesn't get it when it comes to getting needs, don't expect something you're not going to get and turn and get the help you need, okay? Because there's help available in your community. All right. Uh, if you want to talk, give me a call. 888-888-1717. Hard day today. Let's take a break. I'll be right back. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio, but it is intended to help you live an intentional life in Jesus Christ. Have you ever said to your kids, clean up your mess? You've seen the mess in the bedroom or the playroom or outside, and you want them to learn to clean up their own mess to be responsible. And that's one of the things we need to be telling ourselves. Hey, self, clean up your mess. And the mess might be a relationship, it might be a financial issue, it may be a health-related issue, maybe there's a person that you need to connect with and, and deal with some issues uh, to benefit the relationship or sometimes even to finish a relationship. But learning to clean up our messes is a powerful reminder of what we tell our children that we need to be telling ourselves for God's glory and certainly for our benefit and the benefit of our family. Every month we try to put together a brand new lesson for our member community all around the country who are supporting Intentional Living. It goes up on this exclusive platform of educational content for the Intentional Living family. And new members will give you access uh, you get a little code so you can sign in and get there on demand with all of the teaching current and over the last couple of years. And something I wanted to do during this month, which we're almost out of, by the way, uh, before we get to the end of uh, February, uh, I wanted to make available the book by my friend, Dr. Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages. And uh, we're, we're giving that to those who are joining us in monthly support. Come and be a part of the Intentional Living family. Others are doing that all around the country today. And we'd love to have you be a part of it. 
You can go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Or uh, what you can do is call during West Coast Business Hours, 888-888-1717, to be a part uh, of the show. All right? Um, Or to join in support, rather. Or both. Okay, Joseph, welcome to the show today. I'm here. Hi there. Appreciate your call. How can I help? Well, I gave my life to Christ years and years ago, but I was—I hadn't changed my lifestyle. I was backsliding almost every year, and I, should I get back into to a church and, and rededicate my life uh, to God? Is my question. Would, would I still get forgiveness for for back to backsliding for so many years? Oh, brother, listen. If he doesn't forgive you, we're all in big trouble. We're all in big trouble. Um, you're, you're carrying some load in your life. You're feeling that uh, God doesn't want to forgive you, or you're too you've gone too far. Well, I, I backslid on drugs, and I've just had a month clean so far now. Good, amen. After a relapse, after a two-year clean streak. Yeah. And uh, I'm in a hospital right now, in a in a in a mental hospital. Okay. And uh, I need prayer. If it, reach out to the community and, or your pastors at church. Uh, mention my name in prayer because I need it. My mother has cancer, and I've been praying for her dire need of health because she's up in Colorado, and she's got nobody to take care of her. Yeah. She can get around. Right now you're taking care of yourself too, aren't you? <clears throat> yeah. Hey, listen, here's a, there's a passage. There's several passages, Joseph, but there's one... 1 John 1, 9, that says, If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Can, Thank you. I needed to hear that. Because, listen, they're, they're just, God is that so far off. He's saying, oh, wow, look at Joseph down there. He's uh, He's been on drugs, and he's uh, in the hospital, and boy, I can't. i got to deal with, I'm only going to have the people who are just really neat and clean, and life is great. Listen, he came to save the sinner and Paul said, among whom I am chief. And so, I mean, listen, Paul had a life of sin. David had a life of sin. We look at the characters in Scripture. These were miserable people in most cases, fallen, sinful people that God reached down with his intentional love and reached him and loved them. And he loves you right there in that hospital bed right now today, Joseph. And as you're getting treatment and taking care of yourself, more than anything, he's he's wooing you. That's why you called me. Yeah. You want to you want to make a decision right that. now, brother? Yeah. Well, you just what, what do you want to tell God? He's listening. Lord, what do you want to tell God, him? I know I'm a sinner. I'm sorry. I've fallen short of the glory of God. Thank you for sending your Son Jesus Christ, who paid the death penalty for my sins. Where when we are sinners, and also resurrected from the dead and ascended up into heaven. Thank you for sending your son in that grace to that we're, we're saved by his blood. Amen. And that you believe that and you've asked him into your life. Yeah. Listen, the scripture I says, believe, go ahead. I believe that he's the only way that I can get off of this. this I call this drug use a disease because it was in my family for a long time. And I'm the late bloomer. Everybody else got off of it, and I'm, that's taken me this long. And I'm, I'm 40. Uh, tom- tomorrow's my birthday. Okay. Happy birthday! I'll be 40. Mm. You got a whole life long. You got a life long ahead of you, brother. And yeah. um, you know the Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, 
uh, we are saved, and um, there's nothing more you can do. God, okay. y- your heart is right. God has mm-hmm. God is in your life. Now that doesn't mean the battle is over. Okay. Yeah. Because when we hang up in a moment, you're still going to have the battle with the drugs, and you're still going to have the battle, but you have something now that's a reminder. You have the power of the Holy Spirit in your life that can be with you and strengthen you every day. Um, And as you're there in this hospital bed, I'm assuming you're listening to the radio, obviously. Do you find that what you're hearing on the radio to be encouraging to you? Absolutely, yeah. I hear people's lives being turned around and changed. Um, by you, uh, the the people there doing the prayer meetings and the music's just uplifting because I used to listen to heavy metal music like Metallica and Pantera, and, you know, all that bad music, and I, I it started scaring me right when I started reading the Bible just to separate, be separate from the things of the world because worldly passions and worldly lusts they they've. They vanish away like a garment and pass away, but one thing is eternal, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, brother, God loves you. We love you. Uh, Every radio staff member listening loves you. That's why we're here. That's the only reason we do this, or we'd go pump gas or do something else. Uh, We're here because we love you and want the best for you. That's why we talk about living intentionally. By the way, intentional living is not about being perfect. What it is is about Joseph in that hospital bed dealing with drugs and all the issues that he's dealing with and finding freedom every day, doing that next right one thing, figuring out what pleases Christ and then doing that. And that's where he started today. He said, I'm done with this. And we make a decision. This is, listen, this is what intentional living, I love you, I'm speaking to you as a father for a moment, all of us, okay? Because I'm old enough to be most of your fathers probably. Um, The reality is every day we make a decision how I choose to live today. We can either choose to say, I'm going to be a follower of Christ, not be perfect. I'm going, to, I'm going to go as far as I know and understand God's leading in my life today. I'm going to do every, that's why I wear this little wristband. What one thing can I do today that's going to bring glory to God and benefit to me? And then start decluttering from, from, my, from my life those things that are holding me back. In your case, hey, you got the battle of getting those drugs out of there, decluttering your life of that junk. It's dragging you down, and you know what it's doing, and others do too. You know, many of you have struggled with this, sometimes a lifelong battle. We know, we understand. Is that we're not trying to make it simplistic because it's not, but uh, we serve an all loving, powerful God. Okay, hang on, Joseph, if you would. I'm going to ask Stephen. Stephen, would you send Joseph? Um, the chronological Bible, and then send him a copy, if you can find one here for for him, a copy of my uh, Hijacked Emotions book, because that's what gets us into trouble. Listen, Joseph, we got friends praying for you everywhere. This is why this ministry exists. And I just want to say something on behalf of the radio stations. This is why this radio station is on the air. The towers and the signal, this is why we do the podcast and all the digital things, everything that we all do here is to reach Joseph. And you might not be Joseph. You might be on top of the hill. God, you know, things are going really great for you. We're here for you too. Because here's what we, we know, because my wife and I talked about that this morning. We're either in a crisis, going into a crisis, or coming out of a crisis. And uh, who do you turn to? I hope you have a godly, supportive church family. 
and family and um, also just family, family. Some do, some don't. And we want to be a part of that too. This is your family too. That's why we're family life, right? Family life radio. We see that as an opportunity to be family um, and helping you live intentionally in Christ. Okay, brother, get well. Let's take a break. I'll be right back. Hello, Dr. Randy. This is Sam. And uh, two years ago, I intentionally decided to uh, leave the intentional life by waking up in the morning and thanking God for everything that He has done for me. Also, during the day, I take time to thank Him and thank Him again at night when I go to bed. And you know, that has made a real difference in my life. I'm more peaceful, I have more joy, and I get more encouragement to seek Him in His Word. I also like to get your address so I can make a contribution to your ministry. God bless. Hey, man. Thank you, man. Listen, appreciate your support. A couple things before we... Um we hear from Julie. She's a mom of four, and she's made a decision about technology in the home with her kids. And she's got some wisdom we're going to share with you in a moment. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're wrapping up here in a little bit. Uh, it says about six minutes or so. Uh, but we just stay here after we do the live show to talk to you all because we figure, hey, it's better use of time. You're here. We're here. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. So the phone line will remain open. Maybe you have a question. Maybe, uh, maybe something you just, God's laid on your heart that, um, you're learning about being intentional that you want to share. We'd love to hear from you. 888-888-1717. Now, uh, I just want to mention this is a big week for us. I'm going to be in Michigan this weekend for the Intentional Love Marriage Date Nights. We're going to be in East Lansing with the team this Friday night. We sold out about three weeks ago. Uh, we're going to have a fantastic evening. Looking forward to it. And then on Saturday night, on uh, March the 2nd in Auburn Hills, and that sold out at the end of last week. And so for Detroit metro area and for mid-Michigan Lansing, we're sold out. I'm sorry. I wish we had more space. We, we don't. Uh, but we'll have to do it again. But some things for those of you who can't come, can't get in, a couple things I'm going to be talking about there that uh, I think are worth repeating every day. We have a choice on how we choose to live in our relationships. And it begins by having realistic expectations. Because whenever we have an expectation that's not being met, it creates disappointment. Now, the question is, what are realistic expectations? It's, it's uh, realistic to expect your spouse to be faithful. It's realistic to expect that you and your spouse can communicate. Talk about it, even at some basic level, even if you're not good at it, but you can work through these issues. It's reasonable to expect that you're going to support each other, and even if you're not on the same page with faith, you're not going to be at war with each other, okay? If you're unequally yoked, you both have an expectation that's reasonable to say, hey, we can, we can learn to agree to disagree on this, even though I know it's probably the most difficult thing for many couples. Now, I think it's reasonable to also expect that uh, if you have children, that you're going to be on the same page. You're going to agree, compromise on how we're going to, even if we have to agree to disagree, we're going to say, okay, we'll do this together to get this job done with the kids. So there are some reasonable expectations, but it is unreasonable to expect that your child or your spouse is going to solve all your problems, going to make you happy all the time. Um, that, this is not reasonable. They're human beings. All right, before we run out of time, Julie, 
uh, wanted to share with us some things about technology in the home, and I thought this was worth repeating. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Julie. I am a mother of four, and I wanted to share how I have become an intentional parent as of late with technology, and I have made an effort to just be more intentional in following through on how technology is used in our household, and phones are expected to be on a table in mom and dad's bedroom at a certain time each night, and if that is not followed through with, then there are consequences, and it has made a difference in our household, and hopefully other parents get involved and really patrol but not invade into their children's technology use. Yeah, that's good. Listen, taking control of technology, you know, you guys that are young parents and you're raising your kids in this uh, technological era, you have some challenges that, frankly, we all didn't have as parents many years ago. We had different issues, and it's compounded now. And I can only imagine when uh, AI really becomes mainstream everywhere, uh, the changes that's going to make in parenting. That's why now more than ever, when we talk about being intentional, uh, it simply means, here it is, at the very basic level of what intentional living is, is to live our lives the way God intended And you may say, well, what does God intend? Get into his word, pray, listen to the right things, learn from people who, uh, well, they have something to say that's going to be biblical and life lesson learned. And in the process, say, what is God's intention with our kids? We set some goals. What are the goals you have for your home, for your family, for your kids? And then every day doing the next right one thing, bringing glory to God and benefit to them and to you. And so technology is a part of it. Listen, we need to be careful what comes into our home. We lock our doors every night, turn on security systems perhaps, because you want to protect your family. But we allow things to come into our kids, into our home and our family, uh, through the internet, through social media. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but do you know what it is? Um, And so uh, that's a lot of wisdom. I appreciate you sharing that uh, with us, uh, Julie. Very, very important. Okay, here's what we're doing. We're going off the air live here on Intentional Living. Uh, and But I'm going to stay here in the studio. I'd love to talk to you. So the phone line's getting reopened up. If you have a question, maybe you're facing something in parenting or in your marriage or your personal life, trying to make a decision. I love talking to you all when you're trying to make decisions, life decisions, work decisions, marriage decisions, financial decisions. Uh, how does Intentional Living work? Uh, I'd love to talk to you. 888 is my number. 888 We'll get you lined up and uh, we'll talk a little bit. Thanks to Jennifer today. Thank you, Jennifer, for your, your help and work. And uh, Stephen and the rest of the team here at the Intentional Living Center. And to uh, everyone we got a chance to talk to today. Hey, listen, would you make sure you pray for those we talked to? We talked to Rebecca and Joseph live on the air. And boy, uh, two different stories, two different situations. But the same God, the same Holy Spirit, uh, who is there to empower and strengthen and guide. So uh, we'll be praying for you. And Joseph, welcome to the family, my friend. Uh, God bless you, and I'm glad you're listening. To all of our stations around the country, thank you for allowing us to be a part of Intentional Living. To our home base, Family Life Radio, glad to be on every day. 
And uh, we'll see many of you this weekend in Michigan. Have a great day.